This show is proudly sponsored by TraderCobb.com. Visit TraderCobb.com forward slash free tools for your free education content. Now on this section of the website, you will receive access to view a bit about the three trading strategies that I use daily. And if you're sick and tired of your family and friends wanting to know about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, well, there's a free course in there for them as well, titled Beginner's Course to Cryptocurrency. It's absolutely free, so tell your friends and family and visit TraderCobb.com now. The Trader Cobb Crypto Show, talking business in blockchain. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. It's an absolutely fantastic day. Why? Because I'm speaking to another trader. I've got Mark Vidano. He's the head of technical analysis at Altcoin Buzz. And I'm really interested in having this conversation because although Mark's only fairly new to the market, we're going to touch on some of his points of view, also what he's learned through the space and what they're doing over there at Altcoin Buzz. So thank you so much for your time today, Mark. I appreciate it, mate. Uh, thank you, Craig. I appreciate being here. Look, uh, let's get straight into it. I want to ask you, first of all, when you got into crypto, and what happened to get you in? I want to just, just, get, just get the very core of why you're here and why we're talking today, mate. Oh, well, hey, uh, thank you for asking. Um, well, the, the, the reason that I got into crypto was really because life smacked me in the head a few times. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm probably one of the older folks in the crypto space that's new, if you will. Yeah, right. I'm 57 years old, um, not really been a trader before. Yeah. And uh, I look back and I go, you know, so at some point you got to listen, right? To, if, you, if you're young, you don't get it. But uh, I remember when I was 18, I was working at McDonald's as an example. Yep. And the, um, I was, you know, I was a hard worker and they had, had said, hey, if you want to be a, a manager, a shift manager, and you work here for 10 years, you'll, you know, McDonald's will, will sponsor you for a franchise. And I'm like, work here for 10 years. Are you <laughs> kidding me? No, this is not, no. Uh -uh. Now I look back and I go, what were you thinking? You could have had a McDonald's <laughs> franchise. Then I, yeah, so that's back in early 80s. And then in the mid 80s or late 80s, when the whole dot-com thing happened, I went through that, right? And experienced that whole thing. And I didn't really jump on the bandwagon then either. And so, you know, a couple smacks in the head there and then crypto came along and I'm like, are you going to get smacked in the head again? Or are you going to listen finally and do, and do something about it? Get on the ground floor or something. So that's really how I got into crypto. Well, I tell you, it's really interesting because I've been, I've been saying this for a little while now that I believe the next wave for our next market to push on to new highs eventually is going to come from that age group between sort of 40 and 65. And, and, and it's wonderful to hear you say that because it sort of helps to solidify some of my theories. And the theory is exactly what you said. I think that um, a lot of the people that were either through going through the dot-com, they either watched it and did nothing and went, oh, whoops, or they watched it, bought it, sold it, made some money. The third option is they watched it, bought it, didn't sell it, went, Oh, <laughs> the important lesson as well. Now they watched right. 2017 and went, Oh, look, I've watched this before. I don't want to FOMO in. I don't want to buy the top. So they watched it and watched it and watched it. Saw it come off and went, I made the right call for the first time in my life. Then what they <laughs> did, then what they did is they don't want to buy the bottom. They don't want to buy the top. They're seeing it come back into the media now. It's alive. It's well, it's kicking. It's got massive deals around it. Lots of big companies. And I think that that age bracket now that had a little bit more money in their pocket because i.e. they're you know, more 
driven down their career path. Um, the ones that are sort of trading equities outside of their pension funds as well as inside of it, they're now in the position where they're going, right, now's probably the time for me to start to consider this space. So it's really interesting to hear that you sort of come out. Obviously, you're a little bit earlier than the next wave, but um, yeah, I, th I think it's definitely going to see that next wave of uh, capital coming from somewhat more sophisticated investors. I, I, now, with Altcoin Buzz, of course, you have a, a very large following and have done very, very well. Do you know much about the age group of the people coming in and who you're catering for at the moment? I can't speak to the age group. Um, I'm on the other side, all the, all the folks that handle the background stuff, you know, the statistics, the analytics on uh, the YouTube channel and the other vehicles we would understand that. So I'm, I'm not in tune with that, unfortunately, but I do know that a lot of the people that come on into altcoin buzz are uh, very new to the space or were new when they first came in uh, altcoin buzz really got its lift last year. Or, I mean, sorry, in 2017, and, and so there's, you know, there's still those folks that were relatively new to the space that got in that are now that have been with us for a while mm -hmm. and new people that are new to the space coming in still. And then some intermediate folks. I don't, we kind of feel like the people that are more experienced that have been in this since, uh, since kind of before 2017 aren't really our audience. Mm -hmm. It's really for the folks that are uh, that are relatively new to the space. Well, that's uh, that's quite interesting. Have you been seeing? I mean, obviously, with the I guess resurgence of uh, of Bitcoin, uh, not just in price but also in media attention. There's been a lot more talk about it recently. Obviously, since it's been you know going up quite well through uh, well since about May, really April May. Um, have you seen the numbers of your subscribers, your readers, your viewership, whatever you want to call it, increase due to the uh, the additional press? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, and I, one of the things I do get copied on are when people want to subscribe to some of our, our different vehicles and that has gone up dramatically over the last couple months. So there's new people, new people coming to altcoin buzz, which I have to assume new people coming into the space. Yes. And it's very, very exciting to see it occur. So now you're doing um, some technical analysis stuff, for the guys and girls there at Altcoin Buzz. So, um, you know, when you say technical, when we talk about technical trading stuff, do you want to just tell us a little bit about what uh, what your role is at Altcoin Buzz? Sure. So the I, I approach it from 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 two aspects, right? And most of the time, I'm doing TM on, on uh, Bitcoin because that's what people are focused on. Yeah, I'll do some altcoins every once in a while when I have time. And we'll look at some of the other main players like, you know, Litecoin, Ethereum, and, and XRP, some of those. But um, my, my thing is that I go in to talk about kind of short-term, medium-term, sometimes longer-term, if you said long-term is, you know, a month or two out, and just show how the technicals are looking on the charts. And at the same time, what I'm trying to do is instill some knowledge to folks. I'm not going to go in depth on how an indicator works or, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, some of the other finer points, but I do want to give a very, uh, I don't want somebody just to look at it and go, oh, well, Mark's saying that we're going to go down and we're <laughs> going to potentially go down to here or go up and go, go up to here. I want them to understand and both, and I, and typically I don't do one side. I'll, I'll go, here's where I think the up target is. Here's where I think the down target is. Right. Mm -hmm. So it, from there, uh, I may give a, uh, I might pull an indicator up on the charts and say, here's what this indicator kind of tells us, what it's supposed to tell us or what it does. 
so that somebody can walk away and go, wow, that's really interesting how that all comes together. It's not like I tell a lot of people and, and I'm sure you come from there. It's not a prediction. No, it's not. It's not meant to be a crystal ball. What, you didn't have a crystal ball? Strategy. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> uh, if I would have, if I did, I would have gotten into McDonald's back when I was 18. <laughs> I would have stayed with them. Um, so no, I don't. <laughs> but, well, that's um, unfortunate. I, that's unfortunate. You, you talked about the up and down side. Now, I've been an advocate for shorting this market for a very, very long time. And uh, I know that there's, there's a lot of people out there that, uh, and look, this happens in traditional markets as well. I, I was trading through well, what sort of made my career or kickstarted my career from a financial standpoint. Um, where I was, you know, basically trading full time was back in 2008 when we saw the uh, the beginning of the demise of of many of the uh, financial instruments that we still some are still around today or financial institutions, not instruments. Um, mm -hmm. So I did very very well throughout that period. Now that was also a period for which, you know, you, you didn't sort of say that you were a trader. You're out at a barbecue or a gathering or whatever, and people go, "What do you do?" And you go, "I just I, I work within the market." <laughs> um, and it was because there was so much hate being uh, and, and blame. The media was saying it's the traders. Yes. The, the big hedge funds are saying it's the shorters. It's like, hang on a down minute. It's you know we are a participant. We're like you know in a restaurant they serve this beautiful food and that's what gets at the reviews but there's also a poor bastard back there washing the dishes right there are many right. different elements to that food being created and that restaurant being that restaurant part of the markets being a market is the ability to have derivative products so we can make money whether they go long or short whether the market goes down or up now what was it uh, when was it you discovered these sorts of abilities to be able to actually short this crypto market um, you know, you know, when it happened was the last kind of, I, I I'll say I, in my mind, this was the last hopium hopium was last year when we were trying to break that $8,000, range, yeah, yeah. which we've been floating in recently. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and then I, I, I just started hearing people talk. Well, actually I was hearing people talk about leverage. I'm like, what the heck is leverage? I don't mm. get it. I don't, you know, and people are talking about shorting on leverage. I'm like, I what do you mean shorting on leverage? Where can I do that? And, and yeah. so I just started looking into it more because, you know, after getting hit a couple times uh, and, and looking at it and just saying, okay, so we're going to go down again. So now can I play that side? And, and I learned how to do that. And that's basically when was mid last year. Welcome to the jungle. It is a wonderful, wonderful place to be. It's uh, you know, to, if you consider, many people are still looking at this market, just going, look, buy low, sell high, buy low, sell high, and, and look, that's fine. That's that's your traditional investor sort of uh, approach to a market. And I got no beef with that. Like I'm all good with that. I, I do that too in my portfolio. That's, that's you know, for, for investing, I've got two different portfolios. Mm -hmm. And the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, we need to be able to hedge. If, if you're going to manage a portfolio, you need to be able to hedge your money. Now, I often, like throughout 2018, there was only one time that I moved to Tether. And that actually ended up costing me a little bit of money. But that's okay, um, because you've got to manage your risks. Now, for me, we were, and I've got a, a whole community of people that trade with me. And, um, you know, we've got courses and education, all that sort of stuff that help people to learn what I'm looking at. Because I, I don't want necessarily people, we speak, spoke about this pre-show, that I don't want people thinking that they, they've got to follow everything I do. Not at all. I want them to empower themselves with the strategies I use, make them their own yes. and not need me. I don't want yes. to be you know, needing me all the time to make a cross. Cause what happens if I get hit by a bus? There goes their income. It's all over. Um, so it's really, really interesting that, you know, with, with more people understanding that they can short, 
they have the ability, like in 2018, to make money on the way down. And look, I didn't sell my Bitcoin until one stage. In the two major moves that we saw last year, I managed to find uh, really great hedges with very tight stop losses to make more Bitcoin than was sort of the loss of dollars, if that, if you will, on the portfolio side. So even if you're not a you know, quote unquote trader who's out there every single day, learning to trade and use those leverage and margin products is an absolute heaven sent if you want to be a real player in this game and, uh, and manage a portfolio properly. So it's, um, it's really great to hear that you're, you're in that space teaching and helping people as well because it's a, it's a frontier that I think a lot of people put in the too hard box and it doesn't need to be too hard at all. It's just education is required, right? Right, yeah. And, and, and I think where people think it's hard is because they come at it from a standpoint of, oh, well, if you're trading, you're day trading. But I'm not day trading. Mm. I'm, I'm swing trading. Yep. I've got lots of time to make a decision yeah. in, in that swing, right? I don't need to be at the very top. I don't need to be at the very bottom. Just give me a good chunk in the middle and I'm oh fine. Oh my God, you're speaking my language. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> good, I, I good. I'm, glad. I'm glad. I'm glad I'm speaking like, your You language. don't need Perfect. the top and you don't need the bottom. These are hero moves. I don't wear a goddamn cape. I take the chunk in the middle. I trade the trend and I, I work for the angle that I get. It's, it's not that difficult when you actually know what you're looking for. So, yes, sorry, I interrupted you, but you, the whole chunk in the no. middle thing is what I live my life by. So uh, we, uh, we're cut from the same cloth there, my man. But I do, but, you know, and I, again, I try to come at it because I'm still, I still, still in my mind, even though I have more background than some people yep. that got in at the very top last year, yeah, yeah. It's, I'm still new. Yeah. And, and there are a lot of new people that get in that, that they hear people talk about that all the time. You got to build the bottom. And, okay. Well, th where is that? <laughs> yeah. Where is that top? And where's that bottom? I can tell you when it's going to go to the downside greater than to the upside and, yep. and vice versa. And that gives me that chunk in the middle. I'm happy with that. Mean. So talking of um, where we are in the markets, whether it's going up or down, we spoke a little bit. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, you, you got me. Yeah, did you hear that alarm that came through? Sorry. No, I, no, I did not think about okay. it. It's broken up okay. at the perfect time to have broken up. Um, so we, we talked earlier before we actually hit the record button about um, where the market's going. Now, I've made it very clear across all my Trader Cobb socials on Twitter, on Facebook, everywhere, that uh, for the last week or so, that I believe we're going to see between 6,600 and 6,000 as a pullback. I see it required. It's really, really important. It's based not just on thinking because I don't think in the markets. I trade what I see, not what I think. And I trade my strategies, mm -hmm. but um, you know, we, we've had a, you know, extension from about February of no real major pullback. And today is the candles closed. Mm -hmm. I and mean, I'm looking right now at a weekly chart and the weekly actually closed down 12.66% on the Bitfinex chart. Now that's a good start. Mm -hmm. We do need to pull back further. And I probably need to readjust my, um, my targets a little bit um, because the moving averages have now moved up a little bit. But I mean, what are your thoughts around where we are at the moment in the market? We're moving higher straight away. Or are we going to come back a bit further? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I am with you. I think we're, we're going, I don't think this correction's done. Um, oh. I think, I think we're going to have, uh, to your point, I was, I'm looking at about the same, the same targets. And what, uh, what I, what I've been trying to tell people when I'm, when my folks or our folks, when, when we're, I'm looking at the TA is that's not a bad thing. If oh, you, uh, you know, I, uh, and not to get too, too deep into it, 
But if you look at a, a Fibonacci trend line from about 2015-ish, mm-hmm. uh, where our parabolic moves really exploded was when we got above the 232. That's back in 2015. That was back in 2018. And we just found resistance there. Now, that channel that we've been trading in uh, is, is still healthy. It's still... It's, you know, people get so upset to your point when you say, oh, it's going to go down. It's going to go down. Yeah, it, it, it could, you know, based upon that easily get down to 6,000, even 5,500 and still be in a very good trend yeah. from, you know, in a $2,000 swing or $3,000 swing. Yep. So you go down to, you know, go, let's just say 6,000. Well, now your next swing up then t- does take you to nine or $10,000 yeah. and still be in that trend. It's an up, it's not parabolic like everybody wants to see, but it's still a very nice up. Now I'm talking logarithm, logarithm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Right. I'm talking logarithmically, but it's still in a very nice upward trend. So, yeah. It's still safe. It's still healthy. And look, the thing is, as well as if, if anyone wants to go back through 2016, 17, mostly 17, really, and you look at the, the percentage of the pullbacks, they're ranging between about 34 and 42% on the pullback from the highs. Right. Now, from there, um, you know, if, if we look at the 17 run, we saw uh, from there 170% run from the, from the low of that 30 to 40% pullback to the high before the next pullback, which was again, 30 to 40%. Then from there, a 280% move to the upside and then another pullback. And then from there, the mega one, 560% to the upside. So again, it just illustrates, and the way I explain it, it's kind of like, um, you know, if, if, if you're a swimmer and you, you've got a, uh, you know, you've got a, a carnival, and let's say you're swimming the 100 meter, the 200 meter and the 400 meter, you don't just get straight out of the pool from the 100, jump back in again and do the 200, then jump back in again, do the 400. You, you get out of the pool, you, 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 know, you take your winnings, you do what you've got to do, and then you take a breather. You sit down, you relax, you get yourself back in the space, and then you're ready to race again. Now, that breather is what a market requires. And it's, it's fascinating. It's a real insight into the, um, the lack of understanding of markets in crypto for the most part. When, uh, when people don't see that as being a necessity, um, I think it's driven by, well, I know it's driven by emotion. They just want to see the thing go up. And anybody who fights that, um, that whole upward swing is seen as the enemy. And I find it really interesting that you know, when the market goes down, everyone screams manipulation. When the market goes up, it's all about adoption and everything's going swell. It's like, well, if you're going to scream the, you know, if you're going to play that tune where you're saying manipulation, you've got to play it both sides because it works both sides. So again, uh, a lack right. of education in the space is what we're both working towards. So, um, yeah, quite, uh, quite interesting. So let's talk a little bit more before we kill it about, um, about altcoin buzz. And I mean, where do they find more information? How do they, how do they get involved? And like, it's for, for, a lot for people getting started. Obviously, there's a lot of articles and whatnot there. Where do people find more information about Altcoin Buzz? Well, we have the site Altcoin Buzz IO, and that's where all of the articles are posted throughout the week. And, and basically, these these our writers are doing. We have topics. Yep. Uh, we all we all find uh, kind of newsworthy pieces and, and forward them off to each other into the group, and then somebody will take that as a topic and write about it. Uh, we also have, uh, you know, everybody comes from a whole, a lot of different experiences. So there are some folks that are a little bit more uh, from the technical side from and when I say technical, they, you know, they're actually programmers and they understand all that side of it and what that can do for a particular asset. Uh, and they'll look at it from that perspective. 
we have, you know, so everybody has kind of their own specialty and they'll look at it from that way. And so the, that's, a, that's kind of the first place to start is altcoinbuzz.io. And then we've got, and, and so they're, you know, they're giving a lot of the fundamentals. Mm-hmm. And then we've got the YouTube channel, uh, which is Altcoin Buzz. And that's where you're going to find uh, all of those articles kind of summarized in it to a daily newscast by Maddie. Uh, you'll find the TA from me, you know, a couple times a week. And, um, and then we have some folks that might touch on some of the altcoins that are just from a project standpoint to talk about them and educate folks on what those new projects are that are coming out. Yeah, cool. Well, um, look, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you, Mark. I, I wish you all the best going forward and hopefully we, uh, we can talk again down the track and, and um, you know, to infinity and beyond. We need to see this pull yeah. back and, and, uh, and from there off we go. Any, any final words for people that are getting started from your point of view? I would say if you're just getting started, uh, don't just listen to one person. That, I ended up doing that in the very beginning. I was listening to kind of all the main influencers at the time. Yep. And I didn't understand the whole pay to play thing back then. Right. <laughs> so I got caught in a, a few pump and dump coins uh, from, from some of those folks. Um, so I would, to me, it's like, yeah, you might fall on altcoin buzz and you may like what we're doing and all of that, but we are not the only place to find you know, there's folks like yourself out there. We're not the only face, place to find um, up, uh, different perspectives on the market. So find two, three, four people that you either relate to or whatever, and then follow those folks and see if there's some confluence there between what they're saying before you just jump and react and buy something off of a, off of a word, if you will. I think that is a wonderful piece of advice. It has been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. Ladies and gentlemen, Mark Vidano, Head of Technical no, Analysis you, at altcoinbuzz.io. Follow them on their Twitter, their subscribe page. Click that button on the YouTube, but just get across to Altcoin Buzz because what you'll do is you'll find all the information there. Ladies and gentlemen, have a fantastic day. Mark, enjoy your Sunday afternoon, mate. Thanks for your time. Thank, thank you, Craig. Excellent. Everybody, bye for now. The Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast is hosted by Craig Cobb. All Trader Cobb courses, products, and tools can be found at tradercobb.com because experience matters. This show is proudly sponsored by tradercobb.com. Visit tradercobb.com forward slash free tools for your free education content. Now on this section of the website, you will receive access to view a bit about the three trading strategies that I use daily. And if you're sick and tired of your family and friends wanting to know about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, well, there's a free course in there for them as well, titled Beginner's Course to Cryptocurrency. It's absolutely free, so tell your friends and family and visit tradercob.com now.